It's the Beelis Daily on the new 105.5 Sports, live from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios here in Auburn. Aaron Morse filling in for Maddie B on this Wednesday morning. Gus LeBlanc filling in for Coach Dave Wing in studio with me. And on the phone now, we have the managing editor of Bruins Daily, Tim Rosenthal. Find him on Twitter at underscore Tim Rosenthal. Bruins Daily is featured on Boston.com and Tim, with the bye week here, they don't play again until Tuesday the 29th. What are you thinking some focuses are for the Bruins uh, as they prepare for their next game against Winnipeg? What they need to work on, they've, they've dropped three of four, of course. Well, uh, they won't be back uh, practicing until Monday, for that matter, but they don't want to play B because they have took a rest, um, uh, He wants the game on Saturday, talk about Del Pine, and he wants the uh, Rangers game in the first area, and it kind of faltered a little bit after that. So um, a lot remains to be seen. I don't know how they're going to look, but it'll be interesting to see what they look at like coming off the bye week for sure. Yeah, certainly. What were some major concerns you noticed of those final four games where they fell in three of them? Yeah, so uh, the first um, the significant one, as we mentioned, took a rest right. uh, with the injury. But some of the other concerns, I mean, their secondary scoring, as much as they picked up before, well, during that uh, win streak there uh, beforehand, they um, they haven't picked it up as of late, even though you saw Peter Solari go in the second line uh, from his call for progress. I think he did a good job there. And then further than that, I don't think they had much of the secondary scoring output. And then they've stopped the uh, Bergeron line. Opposing, the opposing defenses have found a way to stop the Bergeron line and at least keep them in check a little bit. Yes, they're getting their chances, but they still need to score a little more, I think. I think. No, Brad Marsh is starting to come a little bit, so that was one positive thing. And they need better goaltending from your simple. Gotcha. And in terms of stuff you got planned for Bruins Daily coming up, what are some uh, stuff you're working on right now, if, if anything, during the bye week, I guess? Yeah, so uh, actually right now, since you uh, asked me about that, good, we're looking into some burning questions mm. uh, for the Bruins coming out the by a week, that should be published in the next couple of days. We should have had some video as well. We'll uh, probably have a highway poster too with uh, David Postonos as well, so, uh, who's uh, playing the All Star game. So, his first All Star game for the Americans. That should be exciting to see. But other than that, just trying to take it easy a little bit. We're trying to rest up a little bit as well. Uh, and maybe not as much as the Bruins because <laughs> of all the injuries that they've had, but yeah. we still need. Besides Tuka Raskin, all what's going on there? Who are some players who are really key? You think um, you know this next part of the season to get them? You know, I don't know if they can catch Tampa Bay, but to get them maybe the second uh, spot in the Atlantic. Yeah, and they're well within distance right now with that. Sure. Toronto uh, is only one point ahead right now, and they're in a little bit of a slump as well. We've looked at the losses the Bruins have had um, to some uh, teams outside of the top eight last couple in particular, the Flyers and the Rangers. Well, the Maple Leafs have also had the chance to be up on some of those teams outside of the playoff picture, like Arizona they lost to the other night, and a couple nights ago they lost to a French playoff team in the Avalanche. So, um, And then you look at Montreal, they're probably one of the hotter teams uh, uh, in the Orient division right now. And that's a team that is playing the Coyotes. Play. So they could very well surpass the 
Bruins, but they are also on the bye week, as are the Maple Leafs next week. So even so, the Bruins could get some help a little bit with some losses for the Leafs and the Habs, but at the same time, they also um, need to start picking up some wins here and because they're leaving too many points on the table right now. And they have an easy game coming out of the bye week Tuesday night against Winnipeg, a team that's very structured offensively. Uh, they do have a little bit of goaltender problems right now, but Connor Hellebuck in the past has performed really well, and, I, and they have so much skill up and down their lineup. That's going to be a tough test for Bruins coming off the bye week for sure. Yeah, absolutely open there with the Winnipeg coming off the bye week on Tuesday, the 29th at 7 o'clock, and then uh, off day, and then they take on Philadelphia. Both those games at home, though, which is always nice before they hit the road to take on Washington. Um, but, you know, Tim... Tampa Bay being first in the Atlantic with those 76 points, that's the most in the entire NHL. What's making that Lightning team so good? I'm, I'm, I know they've played the Bruins a few times here. What have you seen from them? Oh, they've been good for the past few years, for that matter. Yeah. They're one of the more skilled teams in the league. Any team with Steven Stamkos is going to be near the top of the league. But you got Nikita Kucherov leading the NHL in scoring, and they've been doing it while uh, Vasilevsky, their goaltender, has been hurt for a little bit. He's come back and picked up right where he left off, but I think it's more impressive that they are doing having this one while Vasilevsky was hurt for a little bit. But they have so much stuff up and down their lineup, just like Winnipeg, but even more so. And I would be surprised if uh, if, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they win the Cup in June. Mm. Hey, uh, Tim, uh, Gus LeBlanc here. Um, uh, just kind of looking ahead, there's a lot of talk in the media about the uh, Bruins uh, looking to uh, pick up someone like Wayne Simmons. And uh, I'm just kind of curious what, you know, they that that trade would be coming with a uh, huge price tag. What do you think the realistic uh, chances of something like that happening are? Well, I do think the Bruins are going to look into acquiring Wayne Simmons uh, for sure. Now, uh, yes, it might be a bit of a price tag, uh, just given where Philly is in the standings. They kind of want to rebuild. They want to have some prospects and draft picks. Uh, I think Sweeney, Sweeney might uh, be hesitant a little bit to give up a first-round pick after that Rick Nash trade last year. But Simmons uh, fits a mean in the middle of the lineup, and I think he's been a dream for Bruins fans. Uh, uh, he's been on top of their wish list for so many years now. I think he would fit well. He's, big, uh, he's a big body, a big power forward. He's a skilled power forward at that. Yes, he might be on the decline a little bit at age 30, but I still think he could produce some uh, second and third line minutes for you. Can He can also produce on the power play here and there as well, put him on second Unit, I think you'd give them a little more well-rounded of a second power play unit if you could acquire him. But um, uh, uh, but other teams are going to be in on him as well. Toronto, I believe, will be. Tampa Bay, as scary as they are already, they could even use a guy like Wayne Simmons in the middle of their lineup as well. So that, that's one marquee name of a few that I think the Bruins are going to at least try to pursue anyway. Hey, Tim, I'm curious, based on your experience covering the Bruins and the NHL in general, you know, these 10 days between games, what are players doing during this time? Are they just going home, not, not even thinking about hockey, or uh, how do they kind of keep themselves uh, fresh enough to come back, ready to go on the 29th? Well, uh, for one, I think some of the former players feel bad for Pierre Shirelli right now, who just got uh, 
fire to a midnight firing squad uh, after the Oilers Red Wings game last night. But um, at the same time, I, they are definitely resting. I believe they uh, are uh, scheduled to be on the ice until Monday. It's a week mandated rule for that matter that they can't have any team activities during mm-hmm. their week off. But they will spend time with families, maybe playing some NHL 19 or <laughs> As well, I could see Charlie McAvoy and Jake DeBrus doing a little one-on-one there as well. But, yeah, uh, in other instances, David Backus spending time with uh, his family and all the pets they have, like seven, eight dogs and several cats in his household. Yeah, Tara probably running around the bike in the north end now that the weather's uh, cooperating a little bit. So, you know, I, I don't know... Uh, For sure. So, any other storylines you wanted to discuss heading into the next part of the season uh, after the bye week that we haven't mentioned yet? I think the one thing we talked a little bit about the second line, uh, but keep in mind, uh, in mind about the uh, third line as well. I think they need a third line center to really make their lineup a little more well-rounded. Now, if, even if they get a guy like Simmons, where would he fit? Where he said, would you move uh, Peter Solaric down in the lineup on the third line? If so, you probably need a center to accommodate him because I don't think Jacob Bruce back at Carlson going to be that guy. I don't think they're going to move David Backus back to center either. Now, John Key Nordstrom, he's probably a pretty good third line plug. He'll, he should be back in the lineup. Sure, I think the timetable, he was injured in the Winter Classic. And I think the timetable for him was to return by late January, early February, so right around there. I think um, we'll see this week if he's back practicing or not. But at the same time, they still need uh, probably they probably need another center too. Uh, they would like to have that second line wing. I think that's uh, their biggest need. But I think third line center could be just as important because you look at 2011. We're speaking of Pierre Shirelli again. Um, you look at what he did to bolster that Middleton lineup with like Chris Kelly and Rich Peverly. They weren't exactly marquee names for the trade block at the trade deadline, but they helped in the long run. They gave the Bruins a great third line during the playoffs, and I think without that uh, they might not have gone as far as they did. Alright, he is the managing editor of Bruins Daily. It's featured on Boston.com. Tim Rosenthal, follow him on Twitter at underscore Tim Rosenthal. Looking forward to get the Bruins back on the ice here soon. Shortly, Tim, thanks so much for joining us here today on the B-List. Hey, thanks for having me, Cole. I don't take time off. I like the Bruins. <laughs> there you have it. All right, Tim Rosenthal on the B-List here on the new 105.5 Sports.